0: You want me to do the intro? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a mid-life millennial. Yes, that's it's the us. new podcast. We have a new name, new, well, sort of same people. Same
1: shenanigans. Well, slightly different shenanigans. You know, that's part of this being a, a midlife life is things change, you know? And you got to be comfortable with that. You have to be open to that.
0: Got to be open, engaging...
1: Yeah. All all bet. <laughs> so yeah, no, Bob you I'm excited have, about
0: this podcast today. You, I had an idea I know driving you were in the excited. Car.
1: Okay. Tell me how how how's as this As some about? of our
0: listeners know, I uh, I moonlight as a musician. Ooh. I well Deanna actually writes songs with me too. She's a, a lyricist. Okay, okay. Um, She's uh, the Bernie Taupin to my Elton John. Don't know know who
1: that is, but okay, I'll I'll ride with it.
0: (laughs) She's my Robert Hunter to my Jerry Garcia. Uh, Can't it just be a music soul child? Like, why can't that just work? Well, today in our episode, we, you know, as we move forward on a midlife millennial, we want to talk about things that are important to millennials, but also to humanity, because we are a part of humanity. And it got me thinking, well, first of all, I wanted to do a podcast on... How much better songs were 25 years ago than they are now.
2: <laughs>
1: but, I do, I know. But I also
0: feel like that's a very like get off my yard kind of thing, you know? Like it was better then, and now okay, it's okay. But good. but
1: but but okay, okay. Since we are sort of midlife, sure. Don't you understand that now? Don't you understand when people it. say get off my my lawn? It's like more, I earned this
0: lawn. I no, mowed
1: this lawn. But also, I like, bought this. Just lawn. Just get the hell up off of it. Like I. That's true. So I. I When I was younger, though, man, let me tell you, oh, I hated that because I'm like, it's not just your, but now that I'm in my mid thirties, when you're in your, don't bother
0: me. When you're in your mid twenties, it's our lawn. And when you're in your mid thirties, it's my lawn.
1: When mid twenties, it's the community yard. Mid thirties. It's like, get your own damn yard. Mm -hmm. All right.
0: I sweat for 10 hours a day. No, but, but so I got mouths to feed. We wanted to talk about. So here's here's we're gonna try something new with this episode and, and see how it works. Um, good, bad, ugly, nasty. We yeah,
1: fine.
0: fine. Um, we want to talk about a song that that we really both love that was written about 25 years ago. I think. Uh, oh. Actually, almost was exactly. I supposed to have that up no, no. I bit. I got you got the lyrics. I got. Okay. I'm, I'm the the time guy <laughs> when it comes to music. Oh, I'm I'm exact. I'm right. I'm usually right about this. It was written 25 years ago. Yeah, well. What, a side note. Not
1: not not surprised.
0: Deanna. And, and friends of mine know, I have a strange, strangely good ear in terms of knowing when a song was recorded. Like, it's am not, I not It's, really not, it's good? not
1: strange. It is... It's sort of... Eerie. It's freakish. Um, to the point where I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> either... Like, the fact that you can remember when these songs are played, but you can't remember to wipe the floor up off the bathroom. I thought you were going to say, wipe my ass, which... I don't know.
0: You said wipe something. You
1: do wipe your ass, though, right?
0: I, mostly. Usually,
1: nine
0: mm-hmm. times out of ten ain't
1: bad, right? You know what? What were uh, we... sorry, you? Yeah, you, now you're gonna piss gross. me off. Now you're going me off. No, um, no, it, it's it's a crazy skill that honestly, I don't know anyone else. The only other person who might be able to compare with only like a short amount of music, like the the genre list mm-hmm. is very short, is probably Deidre. She's also Your really sister. good, yeah. at saying like, oh, this came out this year, but it's usually like hip-hop and R&B I don't think so. she's going to get this one. Probably not. She... Th- this song... Oh, no, no, she So, little... so,
0: do, so we, we would play the song, but I'm paranoid about copyright law infringement. So I figured I'd play the song without oh. playing the song. Okay. I've never, ever done this song live, but what we want to do is we want to play like 30 seconds of the song and then talk about why we chose the song and then feel free to go to Spotify or Apple Music and play the song because I think... In this episode, we want to talk about why this song matters to millennials, or matters to millennials that care about music that is good. Good, And uh, I mean, it's, it's one of those songs where it's so cliche and so obvious, but it's so great. But it's not cliche if you kind of dig deeper into it.
1: Well, why don't you play a little snippet and then we can talk. Because really, when,
0: really scared when I this, first
1: really scared. learned about what the song was really about, I was heartbroken.
0: about this Deanna
1: you got it closing
2: time open all the doors and let you out into the world closing time turn out all the lights on every boy and every girl closing time one last call for alcohol so finish your whiskey or beer closing time you don't have to go home but you can't stay here i know who i want to take me home i know who i want to take me home i know who Take me home. Take me home. Nice.
1: Bye, bye, bye,
0: bye, bye, bye. I like... I oh, mean, okay. No, he screwed up well, a couple times. So that was uh, Closing was Time, really, that was s- good. Semi-Sonic. Um, and it's a song... By the way, yeah. people don't realize the guy who wrote this song... Uh, I, I i love little facts, right? So, Semisonic is a band that was established in the mid '90s in Minneapolis. And if you watch that music video from Closing Time, it's so fun. It's mid like yeah, '90s, late so '90s. I mean, these guys are hilariously '90s. They're they're the guys that. So the guy's name is Dan Wilson. He was the lead singer and the 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 songwriter. He also wrote uh, "Someone Like You," mm. Adele.
1: I know. Isn't yeah, that cool.
0: And he's a great songwriter. But that song, "Closing Time," it's like an iconic song. That's kind of it. it you think you're, you know, closing up a bar, right? You're, 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 mm-hmm. you're closing up Wolski's in Milwaukee. Oh, gosh. And it's not about that. It's actually about something much deeper. And I think that's what makes us want to talk about it on the show. Um, "Closing Time" is a song that actually is written about uh, uh, his his baby, and it was a it was a premature child. So. Um, he was you know kind of stressed his wife i think you know two months went to labor two months early and the baby was like i think in the hospital for a while the baby made it uh thank god but like the the song is about that whole you know uh it's one part of your life closing and another part opening right mm-hmm. the 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 it's a metaphorical song which mm-hmm. people don't do metaphors anymore it's all like
1: no they do they do they're just nasty <laughs> That song, they're just nasty as hell. Like some of these lyrics, I look up and I'm like, "Wait, what is truffle butter?" Oh, True. it's the finger going into that, and the, mean, and then the oh, and then well, it that's makes a, a color. Okay, it's a fair point. I, I guess so. so no, is, they still do metaphors. They are just nasty as hell.
0: They're not. Yeah. Okay. Fair point. So back when we were doing like relatively tame metaphors, uh, <laughs> this song was written about a, a baby, but it got me thinking. You know, millennials, we're we're in our stage of life where a lot of our friends are just now giving birth and having children and yeah we did this 10 years ago so we're a little bit ahead of the curve if you will um but it is like that part of your life where you are closing a a door to the you know 20s
1: whatever lifestyle can we just actually talk about what that door is for a second Hmm. because i don't know like the reason why you just you, you brought it up and i'm thinking about what you know your life changes when you have a kid like it there's no way around it, unless you're a deadbeat. Hmm. If you were deadbeat, then disregard this message. And
0: you're not listening to
2: this.
1: <laughs> but for the most part, like you have a baby, and you know, as the woman who actually gave birth, okay, because you were just there, watching all this shit. Helping you and, you know, help me breathe. Yeah, you help me breathe? Were you? Were you there? Give me moral support. Okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but like as the Birthing person, <laughs> love that term. Um, as as that act is happening, there was a there was a moment, you know, and you, you know, the hormones were, the hormones were doing what hormones do, right? But after it was all said and done, I held the baby, you know, Rylan, in my hands for the first time. Spent that first night, that first night as a parent. I think something in me just clicked and I was like there's so much more meaning to life that I never even considered yeah before before that moment even during you know the whole pregnancy even the first uh I was in labor for 50 hours in case you guys it's a fun fact about me um those first 24 hours it was like okay whatever 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 but that first night as a new parent and, and i don't know if you felt the same thing but there was something that I, I looked into that little baby's eyes. You know, she finally opened them. And I was like, there, this world is so much more amazing yeah. and exciting than I ever even thought.
0: Yeah, one thing about millennials, which we get a, we get a, sort of pigeonholed as the experiential generation. We love to travel. We love to see new things. We love to go to nice restaurants. We don't care that much about, like... Making sure that 20 years from now things will be good, and but I think that in 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 turn when 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 we have children, like it's like we're we really in that moment, um, and you know talking to friends, we've had some friends that just gave birth recently. Shout out to Sean and Deanna and Deanna for for their beautiful little baby girl, um, and, and you know talking to Sean, it just it it, it it's like you know other listeners who've either. You um, have kids or you've had close relatives or friends with kids. Like You know, it's just a different thing. It changes things. And, um, you know, this. I think that's why this song resonates with me. It's a, a change in your life. And I think we're living in one of the cool stages of life where you're young parents. You're seeing new life in front of you. Um, and yet you're still at the age where you're sort of building wisdom, right? You're banking mm-hmm. wisdom in your 30s and, and, and early 40s. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, we're banking wisdom. We're we're getting more of it. And a lot of the wisdom you get is from watching these little ones grow. You, oh. you get wisdom in being a parent and um, um, it's a kids, new way of looking at life.
1: Kids see the world exactly for what it is. Mm-hmm. And... It's so funny because you know it's easy to be offended or think like, "Oh, this kid said this thing," and you know the phrase, "Kids say the darndest things." Bill Cosby. I shut up. Sorry, that was not a Um, (laughs)
0: really ruined that.
1: Yeah, don't don't bring him up. Don't bring up him. He's not Um, a
0: millennial. He's a boomer. But (laughs) (laughs) that's your generation, Um, not ours. Oh,
1: shut up. The what? What was I saying? Oh, about kids like they they say things for literally exactly what they are they take you for who you are mm-hmm. if you're mean and rude they'll be like you're mean and rude yeah. they don't try to beat around the bush like well the way that you make me feel and how i thought about the situation it's like no bitch you're rude you know i like it i don't like hot dogs they don't say well i'm vegan now like they just if you don't want to eat shit just don't eat it and and kids are just very, like, they're observing everything that we have also observed, but we've added our feelings and our thoughts and all these connotations behind things and all this knowledge we think we have. Whereas a kid is like, no, this this sucks and I hate it. <laughs> or they really love something and they want to show you how much they love it. And they'll give you gifts and they'll want to give you hugs. And it's just that nature part that even with, with our kids, like... You know, they are their own tiny little people. They're so different, Mm -hmm. and you know how how they perceive the world, how they react in the world. Joshua is wears his heart on his sleeve. I mean, when the kid loves, he loves. Like I, he gets that from me. He he does, and 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 that's a whole different thing about what your kids get. Although on the
0: flip side, when we don't like something people know something's <laughs>
2: up what's up
1: but but here's the thing at, at this age though I could easily see somebody being like oh you know stop being that way or you know man up or whatever and he's the sweetest most lovable mm-hmm. huggable affectionate little boy and I don't want to change it about him because I think that there, there's something that happens to young children young adults uh, where we either feel like we can't do that, that's not acceptable, that's not That's not how I should be. Like, taking myself, for example, I mean, I've always been kind of, the word that I like to use now is reserved. So I don't like to go make small talk. You're not gonna see me sitting there like, yeah, girl, tell me about your day, I'll give a damn about your day. But I've been that way and, and it's always kind of been like oh she's mean or oh she doesn't want to talk or she's shy or she this I'm like no I just don't I don't want to do that like I don't want to engage and then I there was a very short period of my life where I was like I'm gonna just be this person I was like it's just not me like that's not who I am but because at some point somebody was like well you can't be this way you gotta be this way instead yeah, and I don't want to do that with their case. Like, in in Rylan, I don't want to leave her out. You know, shout out to Ry. Uh She's very much like me. <laughs> well, I
0: I uh, wrote a, a LinkedIn post. We'll, we'll bring it back to business because we run a business together. You know, do we? We do. We do. Come
2: on, stop it. No kidding. <laughs> she, she's
0: she's got jokes over here. You know. Um, and I wrote a post about like Rylan had a ballet recital this last weekend, and she got she killed she, it. She got into pre-point. At, like which means you can go on your tippy toes it's a kind of ballerina that you think of where they're on their their, 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 their their toes and she's the youngest in her in her ballet school to to, to be selected into this class and she was so happy and we we're so happy for her and you know it's it's chasing your dreams like I don't want to tell our kids that you have to do this path and be this way to be successful the reality is and this is again a millennial thing. We, you know, call us a bit cynical, call us a bit jaded, but call us all about the experience. And I think we, we really are realizing that some of the narratives we've been told as a society that said, we have to do this a certain way. We have to do things a certain way. We're saying, no, we don't. And our kids don't have to do it that way. And so that's what gets me excited is like, maybe our daughter will be a ballerina. And you know what, if she wants to do it, she will do it. I just hope she don't end up like the girl in the black swan. That, that was crazy. That's a Darren. Uh, <laughs> neversky movie that is uh well yeah so so is it during Ebenowski? anyways I don't know it sounds it was, like it was a good right, movie though but I was like
1: ahead. man this is crazy nuts
0: so I mean okay closing time you know we talked about this song and um you know my favorite line in the song is closing time every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I think when I think of like that lyric I think of you know the stage we are in our life we've got friends who are getting married, having kids, mm-hmm. buying houses, you know, buying dogs. Our friends love dogs. Everybody loves dogs. And it's a transition time, and I think, you know, part of our transition to a midlife millennial is having these conversations about what it means to be in your your mid 30s or, you know, in that
1: well, it at it, moment of your life. it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And I think that's where, even within our peer group, there's disagreements, there's misunderstandings about, mm-hmm. you know, what whatever that means yeah. for some people. There's, you know, I have friends who are like, can't even imagine having kids right now. Fair point. Um, I have friends who say to me that I... Wish I would have had kids by now or wish yeah. I would even have someone that I would consider having kids with right now. You know, we'll have friends who are freezing eggs. People are doing so many different things. So what does it mean to be a midlife millennial is is everything like it, it, it's everything and everything in between. Well,
0: I fear that, you know, part of our generation, we listen to a song like that and we don't get the metaphor. We don't get the figurative meaning. We, 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 we take it literal you know, we're all about the experience and on the surface, that song sounds like you're just going to a bar Mm -hmm. until two in the morning and having a great time, you know, and closing the bar up. And I think
1: that's what a lot of people are doing right now, though.
0: That's true. And I think one thing, (laughs) one thing we could do is, uh, you know, we're all about the experience, but the experience can often mean that we are making decisions that while some folks might see limiting us, it actually opens up endless doors to us. So, the, what That's I think Millennials have to do is figure out how do we go from the experience of self to the experience of others and family and friends and 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 you know broader well, someone
1: community. someone has to be a voice for people to say it's it's not terrible it's not scary like I'm speaking from a, a woman's perspective friends that I've talked to other people like colleagues that I've had conversations with they're they, they, there's almost this, like, amazement, but also, like, slight disgust that, oh my gosh, you have two kids, and you run a business, and you're married, well, and it's like, it, there, there's a fear there that needs to be addressed. Here, you know? here,
0: here's what's crazy. The guy that wrote this song, one of the most iconic songs in the 90s, mm-hmm. he wrote it about a child. He was already married, had a baby, and then wrote that song, and then had that song be really big. Had he not gone through that experience, speaking of experiences, he wouldn't have wrote written that kick ass song that became known I as an icon. 10, 15 years later, 15, 20 years later, he writes Someone Like You, which is one of Adele's most like well known songs. He wins a, a Grammy for it. It's
1: a great His daughter
0: is, what, 15, 20 years old at that time? You know, of a child that he wrote a song about. Mm-hmm. And that song probably is even bigger than Close in Time. My point is, having gone through those experiences made him sort of better as a professional in his line of work. It, it allowed him to I know more about life.
1: What you're really what you're life. really saying is when you're not fearful, there's so much potential behind whatever the door is. Yeah. Whether it's going to school for the first time. You don't think you can do it, but shoot, you go to school, you find a great career, and now you're like jet-setting all over the world, or the fear of going on that first date. Is this person going to like me? Is this going to be a good experience? You never know. Um, starting a family. Some people view it as it's the end of my life, right? And that's kind of standard. But but, but um,
0: here's the thing. If you look at it from Dan Wilson's lyrics, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. You're just ending one beginning and adding a new beginning. Yeah. You know, the whole cliche, one door opens, another door. One door closes, Where, another door opens. Right, right, right. Okay. And I think that's...
1: You know, so like being not being afraid of letting go of or, or shutting that door, is what I'm what I'm hearing from. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think we gotta tell millennials that, don't be afraid of closing time, because closing time,
1: metaphorically opens doors. And if you live in Chicago, closing time at one bar might mean you still have time to get over to Big Shitty Four, Tap. Four a.m.
0: Maybe. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So they stay open all night. Night doesn't have to end.
0: It never ends. You don't have to. What, what does he say? You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here, you know? Right. <laughs> I mean, this has been a fun... I think we should do this more often where we talk about a song. And then get a chance well, to sing the song. it's right up
1: your alley. I think you enjoy it. Are we avoiding copyright
0: infringement by, like, singing it and not playing it? Yeah, because if you did a
1: cover and they put it on YouTube, that's fair.
0: What if Dan Wilson is listening to this and says, Oh my God, I want to sign Ginger Binge. This guy writes good songs he really like, likes my music so I should probably give him some money to publish his songs <laughs> we got off track sorry any last final but if, parting if words to... Deanna
1: um, final parting words sounds so depressing parting words Ew. Um, well I guess I'll say this um, for the first time to anyone that's not you but um, I do want this song played at my funeral oh god that's on record now yikes <laughs> I do though right, I'm go. not joking
2: Closing time Time for you to go out To the places you will be from Closing time This room won't be open Till your brothers or your sisters come It's about the legs Yep, true So gather up your jackets Move it to the exits I hope you have found a friend Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings, and he says, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who I want. To, so high, take me home. I know who I want to take me gotta home. That start lower. Oh, no. I know. Who Time. Uh, time. F- every new you beginning. We just talked about the dance. Right? <laughs> Comes from some of the beginning. Bravo. That's so
0: good, Deanna. Bravo. You did a good job singing. Why don't you sing this time?
1: Ugh. No, nobody wants to hear that. Um, anyway, hey guys, thanks for listening. Um, check us out on Instagram, all the grams, and. Let us know if you have a suggestion for a song you want to talk about that was done better twenty five years ago mm. than it is today, because we got we got the time to talk about
0: what it. About, I wanna la 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 lekey. What? This is still recording, you know. Oh shoot! Well, that was a song from twenty five years ago, wasn't it? Wait, what was that? Ludacris.
1: That is not twenty five years ago. I wanna. What's the song called? Fantasy. We're not doing fantasy.
0: No, we're not going to do it. I'm just saying... I bet it's 25 years ago.
2: Let me see.
1: No, that song... I was... Oh, my God!
2: Ones. 24 years ago! I'm so close.
0: 1999. What? I'm so good at this game.
1: That was 99? I'm so good at this
0: game. I bet it was recorded in 98. And then they released it in 99. Let me see. Let me see.
1: We're, we're still recording. Okay, that... Sure, sure. That right there makes me feel old because I thought... Man, when was oh, I in middle yeah, school? When is there high school? I don't All even know.
2: Can't stop from fading okay.
1: away. Anyway, Alright, thanks Bye, guys. Can't guys. Bye. stop
2: it from fading away. Love never got love is like a battlefield. It's a river flowing down. Never you can't ever change it.